Hi, my name is Sarah, and I'm Anxious AF. Welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, I bring back Audrey, who I interviewed in Season 2, Episode 6, titled Social AF. For this coronavirus episode, we discuss what it's like to own a small business during this difficult time. Audrey and her husband Jeremy own Curious Escape Rooms in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. We discuss how this virus has affected her business, how Yelp and GoFundMe are doing more harm than good with the campaigns they're launching to donate to businesses, and what she's doing to stay positive. Here's our conversation. How are you feeling? What's going on in your life? How has this affected you? Etc. So I'm a business owner. I have a storefront. I own a escape room where people come to our games for a fun night out. And they search for clues and manhandle all of our things. It got to the point where we realized that we just had to be the responsible ones and not let people decide to book our games anymore because of um, the emphasis on social distancing. We realized that we were being somewhat irresponsible or, well, we weren't being irresponsible, but it was time to be responsible um, so that people wouldn't be tempted to leave their houses, go hang out, go hang out with their friends, meet up in a strange place and touch all the things. We decided to close about a week or two. Well, how long has it been? I don't even know how long it's been. I can't even tell. That's my problem is days don't matter anymore at this point. It's been like two right? weeks. Right? Let's see here. I th- I've definitely seen two Saturdays in quarantine. So <laughs> that's how I've been judging it. All right. So I, I've been, me and my husband have been self-quarantining um, for two weeks now. I'd say maybe we closed a week um, before non-essential businesses officially had to close. And the thing is, because our what we do is so physical in which you have to actually be there in order to attend and play, we have zero income right now. And as business owners, we don't get paid leave from our employers because we are our own employers. Instead, we have zero income. All we can do is hope that we will be able to receive financial assistance from grants, loans, and from the government. Otherwise, we won't be able to pay our rent for both our own apartment and for our business, commercial space, um, and other bills that we have. And unfortunately, as much as we would have liked to have more money saved in advance, if we have to continue paying um, rent for maybe even like three months, we might have to close permanently. And you guys have worked so hard in like uh, keeping, you know, creating your own business and building it from the ground up. And, you know, what's that going to mean for you if you guys have to close because of all this? It's both really sad and scary to me to think about 
having to close my business. Because I feel like we've gotten to a point where I just don't really know what else I would do if I wasn't a business owner. I have other business ideas, but obviously I wouldn't have enough money to start another business if I had to close this one. I worry about my abilities to find another job. Having your own business is already, it, it's fantastic and it's amazing, but at the same time, you don't have the benefit of being able to just clock in and earn a paycheck just for being there. Um, so I would be really excited about that prospect <laughs> of being able to just go to work and um, just by showing up, making money. But I feel like I myself am not a great employee um, and have found that really the best thing for me is being able to make my own rules, know exactly what the purpose of it is, and that's why it is important. I struggle with um, following other people's directions if I don't completely understand um, the purpose of it. Um, and so um, it's really scary to me to have to, you know, it's, it's humbling to have to close my business. But, you know, every time I've had to go through the job search, it's an enormous struggle. And when I did find said job, I felt like that I either just got really lucky because I happened to know someone or I basically just like begged them to get to let me have an interview. So it's definitely not an easy thing. But yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, it's, it's just a really scary thing to um, think about going completely broke. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, we all talk about the anxiety of being cooped up in the house, but the reality too is like, when is this all going to end? You right. know, it's only been a couple weeks and we don't know when we can get back out into the world and when there's going to be a sense of normalcy, if we'll ever get that same sense of normalcy again. And then, you know, just talking about like what that means for like, you know, same with me where it's like, I, yeah, I don't have my own business, but this feeling of like, if the industry that I'm in shuts down for a long time, mm -hmm. then it's like, what, I don't know what else I can do. Like, I don't know what other skills I have. That can make right. me money. And it's like, shit, I should have started like before. I should have just somehow known this was going to happen and then also, you know, became a master chef or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It. I mean, I think the one comfort that we can find out of all the anxieties that like everyone is having in varying degrees about varying aspects about this whole thing um we can be comforted by the fact that we're all in this together like we're all 
you know, it's not just, I'm not the only person who is worried about my business. Even like employees are wondering, what if my employer goes out of business? What am I going to do? Or like, what if they can't afford to keep me on and they don't rehire me back after this is over because they couldn't survive this? Do you, if you could predict now, like just based on what we're learning and the news changing every day, in your opinion, do you think of, is there a particular time that you think that this will be over? Like in the year or in a few months or something like a tangible time? If it's a few months, I think, I think things can go relatively back to normal, but there are predictions that like, we're going to be dealing this, dealing with this for 18 months. I feel, I have a hard time imagining that we're all going to be doing exactly this for a whole 18 months. It might be the kind of thing where they keep, you know, like, oh, okay, everyone can leave their houses again and you guys can hang out with each other. Oh, wait, no, that was a terrible idea. Everyone's self-quarantine again. <laughs> feel like that's probably more likely what's going to happen of that, like, off and on. But hopefully not. Hopefully it will be much better paced. And yeah, I think like, you know, that's uh, one of the scary things about this is you don't know if this, you don't know how long this is going to last for. If we all knew that concretely that we would just have to self-quarantine for three months and that's it, and then everyone will be good, I don't think people would have as much anxiety over it. Like they'd be like, okay, cool. Like three months, the world goes on pause. I can handle that. It's just that we don't know how long this is going to be for and how long we're going to be able to um, sustain ourselves mentally, financially, um, <laughs> physically, etc. Yeah, it's only been, from the time of this recording, it's only been two weeks. And I'm just like, if this yeah. is only two weeks, what's like two months going to be like? Like I'm already like, I feel so like, even though I know I'm not alone in this scenario, like I'm one of my only, like, I'm one of like the only people that I like that in my, that I know, you know, that's like right. living alone. That yeah. Way. You're, you don't have a roommate. So you, you probably really don't get that interaction unless when you go out to the store and you at least see people, but even if you see someone that you know, you're probably not gonna like get close to them anyways. Yeah, I mean, my oven is broken. And so I've been interacting with my landlords and I went up to their apartment to use their oven. <laughs> and I was like, this is the most human interaction I've had. And their dogs were like jumping on me and like I let them jump on me. And you know me, and other people that know me know that I'm not a yeah. dog person because I'm afraid of dogs jumping. And I just let the dogs jump. I just You're let like, them like, this is great. Hello, dogs. I'm so, I needed something that I was like, and it kind of hurt because their claws were kind of, or paws or whatever they're called, <laughs> Lord knows, were like mm -hmm. sharp. And I was like, they're like beating at my leg. But you know what? I don't care. I need something. <laughs> as an economy and as a, you know, as a people, we can't sustain like just sitting in our houses for 
long periods of time, they're going to have to, they're going to probably tell everyone to go to work soon, you know, mm-hmm. which is good, but also we might do this all over again and then we'll get into the same place. And so yeah. this uncertainty is just like, that's what's getting me is this right. unknown. I mean, I wonder if it's a matter of if they can finally get enough tests um, for pretty much like every single person in America. Like I've heard um, that some countries, they just went door to door and be like, all right, you take a test. Now you take a test, you take a test. So that like the reason why we have to do the self-quarantining is because people don't know that they have the coronavirus and without realizing it, they're spreading it around. That's like why we're doing this is because people don't know that they have it and they're infectious. Like, you know? Yeah. And it's like, there's no, nobody can put a sign on themselves and be like, here you go. I have it. Like, there's no way to know. I mean, if, if like, you know, someone realizes that they have it, like they test positive, they can just go to the hospital and like be treated there. All of this, like, social distancing or physical distancing is a preventative measure. Well, I mean, it's just like they can't, nobody can get tested because, like you said, there aren't enough. So people are just going by what they know of, you know, coronavirus or COVID-19 and just, like, you know, making the decision themselves that they have it and just self-quarantining. And that's what I keep hearing a lot of. It's just, like, people being Mm -hmm. like, well, I'm not going to use the very few tests we have. You know, if you're still quarantining and you're still taking care of it, it's like, I guess, you know, that's okay. But then when you think you're healed, like, when does it leave your body? Like, there's so many questions about this unknown thing, you know? Yeah. Just like, ugh, the anxiety is so strong. (laughs) Um, We all have it. But now I'm just like, I think it's inevitable that people are like get it the getting it isn't what worries me as much. It's just about like, you know, the the toll that it's taking on the country and the world and and then what that means for everybody and just like, you know, everybody's posting like GoFundMe's and you know, Corona funds and like because there's not I don't think there's a single industry that isn't struggling. A message to anyone who is interested in funding a GoFundMe, contact the person who is supposed to be the recipient and make sure that they're actually associated with the GoFundMe. Yelp has partnered with GoFundMe and Yelp has taken it upon themselves to start GoFundMes for businesses without asking if those businesses want it, which I find um crazy because fans of that business you know they want to support that business but they're doing it under false terms and where's their money going if the business doesn't even know about it and can't claim it and that business might not even feel like that they need to have a gofundme there are some businesses that are like i don't want people to think that we're going to go out of business when you Google search their business name, like GoFundMe will show up regardless of the fact they disavowed that campaign. They can do things to claim the campaign and then cancel it, but they will still have a profile on GoFundMe. 
But what? So what is Yelp saying they're doing with these profiles? Like they're just like saying that they're going to donate so, to the restaurant. If you go on Yelp and you click on a business that has a GoFundMe on it, it will say the Corona. Um, COVID-19 has affected a lot of businesses. Please help them. Click on this button to donate to them. And then it goes to their GoFundMe page. That business might not have even created it. Yelp created it. <laughs> How did you find this um, out? Uh, this is happening to um, a handful of escape rooms. Um, so once that came out, we did a Google search to make sure that GoFundMe didn't start a... Um, a page for curious escape rooms. And fortunately they didn't, uh, there are escape rooms, um, around the country that Yelp started one for them without their consent. And, and it sucks because at one point my husband was like, I wonder if we should start a GoFundMe page. Um, so if we decided to create our one, our own, but Yelp created one for us, it would make things a little bit confusing especially if we said hey guys we didn't create this and then like two weeks later we're like maybe we should start our own it would make it very confusing um when it comes to these things you want to be able to strategize it figure out how you're going to present it and when you're going to post it let people know so that most people can see it it would have been it's nice thing for yelp to decide hey let's help out our businesses and partner with GoFundMe um, so that we can post their GoFundMe on, our, on their Yelp page, but they should not be creating the GoFundMes for the businesses. <laughs> if those businesses say, yeah, we do have a GoFundMe, it would be great if it was on our profile, then Yelp could be like, great, we'll put it on here um, to help promote it, but they shouldn't have started it without, without the business's consent look more into that that's interesting that they're doing that so is there any you know parting words you'd like to give to the anxious af audience uh maybe you know words of advice to stay positive in this time even though it's hard there are things to be grateful about this time the entire pretty much the entire world is on pause together it's a great time for us to reconnect with people that we haven't talked to in a while. I think it's really cool that I've been hanging out with you and our college friends more often um, during this um, self-quarantine because we live in different states and finding creative ways to um, hang out with friends virtually. So that can be kind of fun thinking of new and different ways that we can do that. I'm the kind of person that constantly feels like, oh, I wish that I had more free time. If I did, I would do blah, 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 blah. And this is the perfect time to do that and feel guilt-free about learning a new skill, uh, working on writing a novel in which you're always like, I could never, like, I've always wanted to write a novel, but I can't because I work all the time. Like now's a great time to do it. So I guess just embrace, embrace what um, the benefits of this giant pause 
it's interesting to think about how anxiety-inducing this time is, and feel comforted by the fact that we're all super anxious right now, and you're not alone. Yes, we all are anxious AF right now. My podcast mm-hmm. is universal. Thank you so yeah. much. That was my conversation with Audrey. If you're interested in learning more about her escape room for the time that we can go back and interact with others, go to CuriousEscaperooms.com for more info. We recorded this conversation about two weeks into social distancing. A few days after this recording, Yelp issued a statement regarding their campaign creation for small businesses. Quote, We have paused the rollout of the GoFundMe feature and are working with GoFundMe to provide a seamless way for businesses to opt into the program as we have received a great deal of interest and support for the program from both consumers and businesses alike. Thanks for listening to this episode. All of the bonus isolated AF coronavirus episodes are up now wherever you get podcasts if you're looking for more media to consume. You can also listen on our website, anxiousafshow.com. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review if you've got the time. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at anxiousafshow. You can also email us at anxiousafshow at gmail.com. Thanks to Angelique Ibera for editing and mixing, to Matt Loy for helping me produce these episodes, and to Garrett Rose for the music. His work can be found on garrettrose.com. And I'm your quarantine podcast queen, Sarah Curlin. Thanks again for listening, and hope you're enjoying this new batch of episodes.